What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dem Fancy Chats, a new show hosted by me, Nick. And we're going to be talking to a bunch of different podcasters, uh, actors, streamers, everyone, everyone who wants to talk to me. So basically, no one. And I'm more than happy to announce that my first guest is Wondersoul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wondersoul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wondersoul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wondersoul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. How's it going, buddy? What's up, everybody? <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> How's it going? Thanks for having me on, man. This is really cool. You're welcome. So, just a bit of background. Wondersoul was probably the second podcaster I kind of connected with. Um, kind of formed this um, on the Twitterverse. Kind of formed a weird, unique bond. And we kind of just... Yeah, yeah, rolling, for sure. Like, rolling like a snowball up until today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, like, this is the first time that we've actually talked. Like, we've, like, connected and communicated... Uh, so many times over like the past like handful of months so this is pretty wild actually talking <laughs> yeah yeah i know right it's bridging the gap we've become real yeah. people to each other <laughs> <laughs> exactly not just like you know like i'll hear your voice when i'm listening to you guys's podcasts and stuff but then like i never like have that that verbal discussion but yeah. we were always talking and interacting on uh twitter and stuff so this is it's always be, like bizarre in a, in a lot of ways but it's fun it's fun thanks yeah. man thanks for having me on though. oh no more than welcome i'm more than happy to have you as my first guest i've been meaning to get you on and kind of start this new journey something i want to try and work on solo but also as part of the dem fancy world just yeah. kind of spread my wings as well just really push my my online presence as well but always oh for sure dude i respect that man i think it's really cool like you guys have been trying a lot of cool new things and uh it's been exciting watching you guys uh experiment so this is fun man i'm I'm really looking forward to this conversation thank you thank you and again thank you for coming on uh hopefully this will be the start of something great because i don't only want to interview podcasters i'd love to talk to actors uh both tv um, streamers just really get out there yeah heck yeah man there's a lot of unique and interesting people out there man it's yeah. it's, it's it's definitely fun to just kind of like pick somebody's brain about stuff exactly and it's it's a really interesting because i've always been interested in the uh the human condition so i'd love to get to the point where i kind of interview people in like a louis through kind of style Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. I mean, that's one of the beauties of, like, podcasting, I think, is just listening to conversations. Um, you know, uh, it's just, like, the the earliest form of communication that we're familiar with. And, like, you know, as much as things are digital now and even podcasts are being brought to you through, like, a digital landscape, uh, it's still something about just sitting in and listening to a conversation and feeling like you're in that conversation or in that room. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I look forward to those kind of episodes and podcasts for sure. 
Yeah, and those those are always the ones that resonate with me the most is because, like, there's many a times, like, where I've listened to your show or listened back even to my show when I'm about to upload and I want to answer back <laughs> and, like, mm. put in my two cents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. No. The, like, you're almost, like, wishing you had, a, like, a notepad to just kind of go, like, hey, I'm, I need to hit this dude up after I listen to this. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, <laughs> it's, it's definitely... Um, it's cool to get that other perspective because there's going to be things that you'll hear in an episode and you'll be like, oh, dude, I totally agree. Thank yeah. you for mentioning that or saying that. <laughs> but then there'll be those things where you'll be like, ah, hmm, I don't know, man. I don't know about that one. And, you know, But it's fun, man. It, it definitely makes you uh, uh, feel like you are getting to know somebody that you've never met. And that's why I think podcasts and even a lot of content creation and a lot of expressing yourself through art or anything like that, um, you know, becomes like this relationship that you develop over time. And like, you know, you really never get to even see that person's face a lot of the time. But there's something about just listening in to a really good conversation that's um, um, just familiar and uh, just something that I look forward to now every week now as part of my routine and probably a part of a lot of others now. Because uh, podcasts are kind of blowing up now these days. Yeah, definitely. 100%. It's just taken <laughs> to the next level. And I think that's great for everyone involved, especially people who have just started getting into it, mainly because, you know, Spotify being acquiring Anchor and Gimlet and all this other stuff. Oh, happening. yeah. Like yeah. more companies are putting more money into podcasting. And that really goes to show because people love the digital age, you know, YouTube tv shows and even people are turning down the like books these days for audiobooks so mm, that's, that's even true. a rudimentary form of podcasting it really is man i i one of my favorite like audio book experiences was like i think the hobbit but it was acted out so it was almost like listening to a live performance and had different voice actors for different characters but it stayed really true to the book and i was like man <laughs> This is just like so fun because I can do other things, um, but I can imagine it in my head. Even if I was laying down to go to bed, um, instead of like uh, having a TV on or something else, I'll just have like an audiobook or a podcast. And, and you can close your eyes and not have to visually like focus on something. You kind of just let your mind fill in the blanks for everything that they're talking about or, you know, trying to uh, explore through like this audio experience. Um, you know, so I, I appreciate that. I love multitasking. I think a lot of people multitask a ton nowadays yeah. and podcasts allow you to do that. Yeah, it's awesome. I've 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 always wanted to venture into the world of uh what was it? Um audio dramas as well because I find them really oh, fascinating. Yeah. That's just a Dude, lot of yeah, production. A lot of post production. It, it is, man, and a lot of this stuff uh, you know, We've all probably taught ourselves, and uh, there's a beauty in that. But yeah, there's like a lot of learning curves when it comes to things like that, as far as post production. But like, I think that's why there's like this attraction to like uh, the D and D role play um, podcasts and shows because like it is like a radio drama, but it's amongst friends and it's kind of like improv, and there's a lot of. Uh, 
you know, unsuspecting, you know, things that can occur each episode and, and as the story is going on. So uh, I definitely would love to get into more stuff like that because uh, I'm definitely entertained by it. So I hope you guys do something like uh, a radio drama or something like that. That would be really cool. Yeah, it, it's just time, time and effort. I've got the effort, oh, yeah. but not the time, which is yeah. hard. Yeah. But um, let's get back on you. You are my subject. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, so how do you venture into the world of podcasting? How how did you decide I'm going to make a podcast? Like, is mm. that that's a that's a, a mind blowing moment in itself to just say, hey, I'm going to put my voice in the world and do it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I think like over the last like five years, I've really gotten more entertainment and information through like content creation, uh, stuff like that. Like, you know, YouTube videos, watching streamers on Twitch and Mixer, uh, podcasts. But, you know, I used to get into podcasts because of like sports radio, like ESPN, listening to different shows that are on there. But, you know, I didn't have cable at the time. So, I'd catch them on my phone. They had the app uh, and they had like basically a podcast, but it was a recap of the show. Uh, but then I got into like Joe Rogan when I was stationed overseas when I was in the military. And I was like listening to those all the time. And it was just something that was so fresh because every every guest he had, like there's obviously a lot of like trends and tropes now, but like uh, there's so much variety. And um, it, it, it always felt like something that I would enjoy doing. Um, I think, like, it was less intimidating than doing anything else, like even video. Um, you know, as I kind of start to venture in video stuff today, um, you know, I kind of struggled with, like, self-confidence uh, and stuff like that. So kind of, I wouldn't say hiding behind a mic, but, like, just there was a, a way to... Uh, get comfortable and feel confident when you're just kind of just talking into a microphone. And I feel like it was a way to um, express myself. And uh, a lot of the time, especially early on, was very therapeutic. You know, it's not every day that you either A, get to sit down and have a conversation like we're having now, where there's really no distractions and it's just one-on-one or even amongst a group of friends, it, like I, I know for you guys, it gives you guys a reason to like hang out, connect, and stay in touch. And uh, you know that's harder as you get older. And uh, you know there's also like the solo episodes, which I know uh, I don't know everybody ha- has what they like. You know I do like conversations, but if you can keep my attention, I, I won't I won't mind listening to just one host. Um, but they were also ways for me to just kind of get things off of my mind, but hopefully form it in a way where it wasn't like a me, me, me show. It was more of like a, a vague, you know, human experience that we've all probably at some point or another uh, gone through. So, yeah, it was it, it was just kind of like a way for me to express myself. But video, man, video kind of scares me. Like, And I feel like you need to have a... a um, some more uh training in like video editing and different stuff like that that you know as i am just now sort of catching my footing uh with the audio stuff uh i i feel like i'm ready to venture in video but yeah man it was just like i i, I just enjoyed them and i thought if i was going to do anything it would probably be uh something like podcasting 
Yeah. Well, I I watched. <coughs> Pardon me. Yeah, I watched. Um, <laughs> I watched a video uh, talking about Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and like the setup was good. You had a good like video, and it was fine. And I understand because I remember talking to you probably it was a few months ago because you were wondering whether you should get into the world of video. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I can understand how the whole confidence thing can really affect it and how much easier it is to be yourself and be comfortable um, behind the microphone rather than behind the camera because there's that added pressure of being on. It's kind of like Twitch. It's just Yeah, like, like and, and you hear that a lot when it comes to, like, streaming, right? Um, like... There's a stereotype for a typical like video game streamer where they're very energetic. And you can even say that about YouTubers, you know, like that they're just like, hey, guys, what's going on? You know, and they bring this like almost like cheerleader, uh, you know, energy, which, you know, I'm usually pretty laid back. And I just was like, you know, uh, when it came to any kind of content, video or audio, um, you know, it's all about, are you doing anything that, uh, anything different that other people aren't doing, even if you're talking about the same thing, because I mean, like there's a lot of, uh, topics that, uh, you and, and I, and so many others share and we all want to kind of talk about it, but it's like, how can we approach it differently? What, what can we bring news to the table? So with video, it was always something like if I could like get it, so it was comfortable and um, it was, you know, certain content that I think is more visually pleasing than, you know, having stuff audio. Because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, Podbean uploads each episode of uh, of Wonder Soul to the YouTube channel. But it's just, like, you know, the picture and then it's just, like, the video, which is audio. And I know that that's not as a, a attractive on a video platform. Um, and you know, and they'll still hit from time to time, but there's something about just pressing play and then putting your phone in your pocket or just kind of doing something and just not having to like keep a screen up or anything like that. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it, it's, um, it's exciting though, to still have things that I want to try and I haven't done yet because if you just did everything, got it done in a year and you're like, well, I've done video, I've done this and done that. Then it, you kind of lose the drive, right? You're just like, well, I've done it all. Like, you know, <laughs> there's no up. excitement there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there we go. So, you know, kind of taking my time. I think it's like really easy to get excited when you're creating anything. And, and especially when it's like your first time putting yourself out there. Because once you start actually getting a response, um, even from like a handful of people, that's all it really takes. It's just when you put yourself out there and people respond with a positive, um, you know, approach and, and response, it, it's uplifting. It's motivating. You're, you're, you start to think like, wow, like if, if I can do this, I wonder if I could, you know, try my hand at this other idea that I put off for, for like years. And, uh, you know, so I think it's just like taking steps, but, uh, I, I plan to get there and I, I you know, that video on, uh, <laughs> on the, uh, Wonder Soul Z Dragon Ball Z movie reviews that I, I'm trying to do on the YouTube channel now. Uh, that's on my iPhone, you know. So I'm like, all right, man, I I, I could do it maybe, but I don't I, I don't want to do it unless I can get a certain like average quality and just practice. And yeah, then eventually, yeah. if it you know, you'll get somewhere. 
Well, phone cameras are pretty much becoming better than regular cameras these days. So that's yeah, man, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> so uh, you're in thankfully. the right direction. The quality, the quality is fantastic, and um, it's just like having a piece of stone and then slowly etching away at that stone until you've got a sculpture. You know, you've got mm. a bit of video here, a bit of podcasting there, and then all of a sudden you've just made this entire universe. Yeah, man. <laughs> I really love like the way you put it there because you you just got to start anywhere. Uh, and then and just, you know, practice with everything uh, because, you know, the hardest thing for me with a lot of things in life uh, have always been just starting. You know, once I got going, like I, I can find myself in a nice routine. And if you know anything about doing any of this kind of stuff, you know, there's a lot of uh, you need to have a lot of discipline as far as consistency uh, in, in like the quality uh, uh, you know, when people should expect the things that you're creating and putting it out there. Um, you know, just certain things like even topics is, and, and that's always been a struggle for me because I've been, uh, you know, I guess like so filled with like variety that it's kind of made it where I don't really have a set niche. And so over the time, even though I knew that, I was like, this is going to be a slow burn then. <laughs> because if one week they're getting a Dragon Ball Z review, and then the next they're getting some like philosophical, like, or just like real talk stuff, you know, relatable stuff, like, I, I know how it's just going to be one of those things where, you know, it's, some things are going to hit, or some people are going to come to your whatever you're making for certain things and have certain expectations. Um, and so like maybe people only listen to you guys, dumb fancy dinosaurs when you only talk about like really movie related stuff. Right. And that's like the only episodes they get interested in, you know, you, that's okay. I mean, that, that shouldn't make you feel like you have to like make a certain, you know, uh, trap, not trap yourself, but put yourself in a box. Uh, you know, just make what you enjoy. And, uh, you know, if people respond well, you know, and you're, you're enjoying that whole process, then, you know, just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So it's like, if you're having fun, other people will have fun with you. Um, yeah. And I was going to, I was going to touch on that actually. Um, Cause through your episode, you seem to blend uh, pop culture with a mix of spirituality. Have you always had that kind of spiritual edge to you? And I know you mentioned before that you were in the military. If you felt like talking about that, that'd be interesting to maybe touch on that. But have you always had that spirituality oh, yeah. kind of vibe to you because you seem like a very calm natured basically now that i know you've been in the military you are the bob ross of the group um <laughs> as people know and you probably mentioned it bob ross you know drill sergeant vowed never to yell again um oh yeah yeah <laughs> so, that's why he was all like so so calm, calm and mellow to- yeah 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um well that whole thing man um, well, I'm not in the military now, but I was, uh, and I, it was, uh, I don't know. It was an experience. I met some really cool people. I got to travel. Uh, you know, it, it, it put things inside of me, like as far as like certain habits and certain disciplines that I know, I just know myself that I would have taken either a very long time or never had, you know, developed on my own. Uh, that's just how it was, you yeah. know, well. I don't, I don't like to say never, but yeah, when I got out though, that's when it was like, okay, I, I got out because yeah, I could see myself doing that, but I could feel myself not really enjoying it. 
So I'm like, okay, you know, I heard this thing from Steve Jobs one day. Uh, he, he gave this speech at Stanford, and you can look it up on YouTube, anybody listening. It's really good. Um, but at one point he talks about, like, if you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and, and you, you ask yourself, you go, if I was about, you know, today was the last day I lived, and what I was about to do was, like, it. Would I enjoy that? And if the answer was no too many days in a row, then you knew that something had to change. And um, not that I gave up on the Army, but I was just at a stage in my 20s where I was like, you know, if I want to pursue anything, you know, it's probably better if I start as early as possible. So over the last couple of years, that's been like the journey. And then I started doing like Wave Podcast, which was like this five-episode thing where – I basically just got a snowball mic and just tried to see if I liked it before I invested anything into it. And then like, you know, last summer I did Wonder Soul. And um, I don't know, like it's, you, you just don't know how things are going to work out and there's no guarantee with anything, like nothing. So um, I just knew that if, uh, if I was going to develop any kind of hobby or anything that I wanted to do where... I could express myself and potentially like, you know, connect and create. That was going to be something I wanted to do. But the spiritual sense, I guess, came from me just like doing some soul searching. Like I didn't really, I've always found myself interested in too many things to the point where I could see myself walking down a path in life doing such career or such thing. But I could also see myself doing like a handful of other things. And I think that reflects through the podcast and the variety of content because that's just like those are the things I'm interested in. And uh, as much as I respect uh, a lot of movie podcasts or video game podcasts, I know they do a better job than me, uh, but I still talk about it because it's just stuff that I like. And I envy those that that really have a, a like a high focus because they do it like really well. But, you know, it's just like I was going through a lot of different things. I was trying to figure out life. (laughs) You know, I'm trying to like, you know, uh, look into different philosophies, different, you know, talks. And and that's where it all kind of came from. So as I was taking in information, I I felt like I wanted to put it out there. And I don't don't know. I've always felt that I, I don't do well talking about what I know. I do better talking about how I feel. So that's where a lot of those like episodes came from. It was like I was going through something in in that moment in my life because a lot of those episodes I can go back and I can listen to and I can like go, okay, that's when like I was kind of going through a struggle moment there. Like things weren't looking as bright. Uh, So I was looking for answers in all these different places. So um, along that journey, I found different kind of perspectives and ways to look at life and it's definitely helped. Um, But you know, so it's kind of common knowledge that I kind of like to, you know, shed light on because I feel like it's a, a lot of life is about perspective and staying positive and stuff like that. Um, you know, you have to really focus on because <laughs> it can take a lot of energy some days and you might not have it because like you said earlier, like time is such a, a big thing, you know, and, and you got a lot of things demanding your time and your energy. So to always keep a positive outlook, no matter what, especially when you're doing something that there's a high risk, but high reward, I think it's important that you keep a positive attitude because if not, you're going to give up, you know, it's going to get hard. You're going to put an episode out and see that the numbers are just not there. You're going to spend hours making a video and it's just not going to click. But 
did you enjoy that process and are you proud of what you put out? Because if so, then it doesn't matter. It's still out there and you're one step ahead of people that if they criticize you or or anything like that, if they're not doing any, anything like that, like I, I, it, there's like this line that's like create, don't hate. And I, I like that because like that's what I try to do now. It's like I feel like I can have an opinion now only because of, of certain things because now I, I've kind of gotten myself in that field. So, you know, there's some people that, you know, just like to criticize on the internet especially. So that you're putting yourself out there no matter what you do. If you're streaming, if you're making podcasts or videos, yeah. you it's know, go a, through these yeah. comment sections, you know. <laughs> yeah, just a, never read the comment section of a YouTube video. Never. If, when you get famous. Never. That's just, that is but, the end yeah. of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I think the first episode I heard of yours that really resonated well with me was uh, Heroes. You most oh, likely nice. that one. And, you know, yeah. I was listening to that and it just, everything you were talking about just really, really kind of clicked and made sense. And, you know, it made me feel calm. It made me feel relaxed. And that's when I started listening Dude, to your shows. Really? Just like, yeah, as, as like a, a way to calm down. Like that's cool. way home from work is probably the best time to listen to your show, uh, mainly because nice. that's when you. I can kind of just let the day escape. Yeah, yeah. wind down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I can understand all the, the troubles and plights you can make when you try and put something out there. And it's just like, I think when you were talking about criticism, it was funny because um, me and one of the other hosts, Kyle, whenever we watch, you know, those shockingly bad movies like, uh, I don't know, Birdemic, if you've ever heard of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Bad Ben, how we did the review on that. Even after we watch the movie, we still say to each other, this is better than something we made because this guy went out and made it. Like, these people said, I want to make a movie, so they did it. Like, even though it was crap and it's become a cult classic, you know, they did it. Yeah, dude. There's... There's a beauty in that, right? Man, there's like a, 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 a glimmer of hope that like if there is something you want to do, why not? Why not? One of, the thing, one of the things that I respect most out of like anybody is when most people would think that you shouldn't be confident, you, sh- you should, you know, feed into your insecurities or whatever. And, oh, why would you do that? You can't make a movie. It's like, okay, well, let me try. Because even you trying like is leaps and bounds uh, ahead of the person who never tries at all. You know, so even if you make something and it's not that great, you know, perfectionism is like the curse of anybody who wants to create uh, create anything. Uh, you know, Ghost Planet was just making a uh, you know his first podcast, and he sent me some audio. Uh, Midnight Flight Crew, which is on SoundCloud, check it out. Yeah. Plug. But uh, uh, <laughs> he uh, he sent me some audio talking about like you know different things. Wanted to kind of get my opinion on it, and. Um, you know, like it's tough for me on those things because, like, one of my first guest episodes was really just my snowball mic and my friends on speakerphone. I know that's bad. I know, as like a listener, that's something that I would probably steer away, but it was practice, man. Like, I just was in this mode, like most, you know, get where you're just like, I don't care what holds me back. I'm going to work with the equipment I got, you know, and I can make that work. And then, like when I get better equipment, then I'll know how to work it. Like I'll be able to just like move at a pace and try new ideas and stuff like that. But, you know, I still want to try and still like put it out there because one of the like tidbits that I've learned from like someone like Rogan and some other content creators is just flood them with content. Just start throwing it out there. 
you know, try not to get burnout, try not to overdo it and stretch yourself thin. That's something that I've like struggled with the whole time is like trying to like get through this first year grinding, putting out different things, trying things, seeing what's going to work, what's not. And then, you know, finding yourself kind of going like, dang, you know, I want to enjoy this. And it's, uh, you know, especially when you're like, for instance, like you guys, what you guys talk about is what you enjoy. So imagine when what you talk about becomes kind of stressful or feels like it's, you know, too much to do or like a job in a sense where you're not feeling like you're getting that reward anymore, that satisfaction then. But you got to think about it like it's connected to the things that you enjoy, like movies and video games and so much more like, you know, so like that's like sensitive and valuable stuff. So, you know, you you don't want to tarnish that. Yeah, I can understand that because like there's they come down to points where like Marvel Phase Four, um, Star Wars, like mm. like the other hosts refuse to see Star Wars. I have taken the the bullet for this one, and I will see Skywalker: The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> um, just because of uh, whatever that last you movie was. <laughs> But I have to because I really need to. I can't say something is bad without seeing it. That's just not in me. Well, dude, that's like very respectable of you, though, because I think a lot of people are are like that. We just, as a society, have just found it easier in some ways to at least have some kind of gauge by looking at reviews, right? For video games, movies, television. And if we do reviews ourselves, us and a lot of other podcasters and you know streamers a lot of people have voiced their opinions about things and even done reviews like but but here's the thing about certain reviews is like the 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 way the system is like rotten tomatoes and things like that like when i listen to an indie podcast that reviews something i feel like i'm just you know i i feel like i'm just hearing it from a friend you know and and if i if i if i feel like a connection with that person already you know, I, I'm not going to always agree, but I can at least respect them and think that they're being honest because, you know, you got sites like IGN and, and so many others that, you know, uh, when the, the next Madden comes out, they're just like, there's a check underneath their door and they're just like, hey, it's a nine out of ten, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, and obviously the people who play the game are like, this is trash. Like you guys didn't do anything with it. And but. You know, because like Borderlands Three recently, man, on Metacritic, you go on there and the and the critic reviews are like completely contrast with what the users are saying. But I still feel like anything that you 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 know want to talk about, like in that way, like a review, you need to experience it yourself. Don't just take everybody's word for it. Like one of the things that I feel like that's important is is making that own your own judgment. Because, like, there's probably something that you don't like that I love and vice versa. But if you heard that I didn't like it and you listen to me, you might miss out on something that you is like your next favorite thing. You never know. It could be your next favorite movie or yeah, your next oh, favorite exactly. video game. You know, not, you know. everyone's not going to agree on every single thing ever. So, like, I guess that's oh, why no. you, you should never just stop listening to someone because they have bad likes in certain fields. It's like, like as you was talking about IGN and Rotten Tomatoes, IGN's been busted like doing fake reviews a few times. And mm. Rotten Tomatoes with the whole Joker thing that's been going on. Oh, what's the, going on with that? The critics uh, have, uh, you know, it's getting pretty good reviews until like the whole political. It got politicized. The critics. Oh no! And it started plummeting. 
by the critic reviews. And I'm like, I'm going to see wow, it because really? it, it looks super good. <laughs> um, Dude, and, it looks like amazing. And it's not going to stop me. And even like one reviewer, he has reviewed Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and Joker. He's given them all the same score. For Black Panther and Captain Marvel, they've gotten fresh ratings. But for Joker, he got a rotten rating. What? Yeah. and What was like, his reasoning? No, no, like that was just, I don't know. Like, and I'm like, but you, <laughs> you you gave them all like four out of five, but you said this one was rotten. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, so he he still gave Joker four. But yeah. It's, he, but it got classified, classified as, as rotten. rotten. And it's wow. like, obviously you don't know how to review movies. <laughs> so, well, yeah. bro, it, it also becomes a business. And that's the, that's kind of the scary thing now moving forward in, in um, content creation, right? Because advertisers and these big companies see YouTubers, even podcasters, as just like really um, fresh targets to kind of hit them with like, hey, you know. We're gonna we're gonna send you this and do that. Like there was something that happened recently. My friend at work always mentions this, like that they this person got this streamer got flew out to play Anthem. Yeah. And they, they had a party there and all this crazy all this cool stuff. Well, anyways, when they did the review, when they got back, they still kinda said it sucked. And <laughs> they got they got reached out by the I think it, I guess EA or yeah. Um basically saying yo man what the heck (laughs) you know like didn't you enjoy the party it's like see like they they know um that a product's not that good that's why you know you got to think about when these reviewers get copies that's a debate right now like certain reviewers uh like on youtube didn't get borderlands 3 um but it got positive reviews here at the like right before it came out but then you start to see that as people have started to play it, there's been some bugs. I haven't played it. I know people are in, like enjoying it. And what game doesn't like start off buggy? But you can kind of see like it's starting to get like, I don't know how to really, you know, big corporations, companies paying to tell us, the audience, the consumer, like, hey, it's good, it's good. And then we get it. And if you're a true fan of cinema or a true gamer, like, you're going to be able to go, no, whoa, Rotten Tomatoes gave this like a 90 what? And this movie is bad. But then again, we have to just agree that we all have different tastes. And, and it's hard to get on Twitter and see like, oh, everybody likes Joker. But I didn't. Maybe I just didn't like it. It wasn't the movie for me. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, and exactly. but we have this FOMO, this fear of missing out. So when we see everybody on social media, like, oh, they really love this game or they love this movie, why don't I? I must just not get it. And then we want to like be kind of bitter towards it because we feel like, man, all these people are happy and really, you know, pleased with things. Like I want to feel that way. Why didn't I feel that way <laughs> when I saw this? You know, it's it's weird. We're moving in some weird territory. But like indie creators, like you. Like so many others that we know in the group and stuff like that, they are like voices that you can listen to and you know that there's no like, there's no bluffing. You know, these people are going to be real honest and true about everything that they're saying. And there's something in that that you need. You need those voices out there. So, 100% agree with that. It just, uh, yeah, I was just thinking back to some of the times we've completely reamed movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good you got to that's the only way that movie what i lost you oh you lost me for, you, oh no I'm, i got you again. not here yeah okay uh my bad uh 
Well, uh, like I was going to say, like that's how a lot of these movies that are bad get sequels. You know, this is how like we can actually correct certain uh, movies. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like companies, no matter what, no matter what your company is, with the way that you can put out information and get feedback instantly, you should be able to do a better job of like course correcting. You know, like people put out set photos or, or or here's this promotional image of this new show. People are like, oh, well, like for, for instance, Sonic, oh, that yeah. trailer comes out and then everybody loses their mind. <laughs> and but but like rightfully so, like, you know, I understand. I mean, I'm sure that there's some animators and people that worked really hard. And I, I don't know. This is where everything gets fickled because is it, you know, corporations saying, hey, this the Sonic movie needs to have A, B, and C, okay? And you're going to get this amount of money. We don't know, like, what's being told. But, you know, because it was released, like, God, that trailer seems so long ago. We still haven't even gotten a new image, but they're going to redo in that design. But that kind of is like, see? <clears throat> like, look. Like, you can get feedback. I'm not saying... I feel like if you're selling something to, a like, a consumer... Like, you know, you have the tools around you to, uh, you know, at least gauge a response. You know, if a majority of people are saying like, yo, this isn't good, uh, be honest with yourself and see like, oh, are they right? Are they, you know, what they're saying is true or or is there some <laughs> hidden bias or agenda? But, yeah, you know, there's too much stuff. <laughs> well, I think, I think that Sonic uh, fiasco is one of the first times that uh, the internet has had an influence and actually created change for a film yeah um, dude well uh I, I, I i'm thinking of another one real quick uh star wars battlefront 2 oh god yeah that was a fiasco in itself um ea loved to release broken games for full price and then sell us the rest Gosh. of the game <laughs> it's so crazy man they have so many rights and they have so many like properties that i cherish and EA, like, I don't know. I don't feel like they were always the bad guy, you know. But I think along the way, they just, like, it didn't it didn't matter. They just want the money now. Yeah, so. it's, it's awful. But then also, yeah. there was a negative side to the whole Sonic being changed thing. Like, then the Twitterverse realized that they could create change. And then when Game of Thrones eventually finished, they were like, we're going to change this too. You know, we're going to start a petition to remake the series. It's like, well, no. That's not how life works. Just because you won once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because I mean, just because you didn't get what you wanted, <clears throat> right? But, I mean, imagine, like, if people, like, were raging over something that you did with your podcast. Like, you know, how, how that must feel as, like, somebody who's creating something to have, like, your fan base kind of just really go at you and go, like, this was crap. Yeah. Like, what is this? This isn't Star Wars. This isn't whatever. <laughs> You know, I, I can't I can't really imagine that. Like, that's what I, I wouldn't say scares me, but I pay attention to like certain things that we all know and love and cherish. These creators at some point, I think, got burnt out. George Lucas, uh, I would even say Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball Z at some point was just like, man, you know, this was fun and all, but you kind of overworked me and I'm ready to move on. Because I think once you start creating stuff, you start to... You, you you find it hard to just keep making the same thing over and over and over again it's like musical artists that want to change their sound you know even though like people will get upset like oh i love the old whatever insert band name uh (laughs) you know 
yeah. you want to change and try new things and and so I, I think like that's like dangerous territory you got george R. R. martin like feels like his books are just ruined now because people have just like this show blew up and then <coughs> they got ahead of him and it just kind of like took on a life of its own um i think he's kind of yeah he's he's never going to finish his books i don't think the nah. show the show the way the show finished is probably the way the show's the way game of thrones is going to end i think that's yeah that's set in stone now he's but he's had writer's block for probably the last six years now um <laughs> Oh, so man, that's he, such a can you imagine can you imagine writing a book for like six plus years oh i don't know the winds of winter has been i don't know the season of spring or something i don't know what it's called but then he, he <laughs> jumped out on twitter he's like oh don't worry guys there'll be another book after this book he's like whoa 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 buddy just calm down whoa, man. <laughs> just calm yeah, stop down. promising yeah. us all these things and you're not even <laughs> doing the one that we yeah but i i really can't blame the guy but but he doesn't need to finish Game of Thrones. I mean, he made a bucket of money from the show. He's in. He's helping production on Elden Ring. You know, he's got the prequels oh, on yeah, the way. Oh yeah, that one game. Um, you know, he's got the yeah. prequels on the way, and he's he had our uh, Night Flyers on Netflix. So the guy. Well, there you go. That's why he's not finishing the book, man. He's all over the. Place. He's at Comic Con. He's at HBO premieres you know yeah he's got his fingers in so many pies yeah yeah how could he sit down and legit even if he finished it i feel like the quality wouldn't be good i think he would get to a point where he's just like yo let's just wrap it up you know this happens this happens bam boom it's out Mm. and then maybe he would want to write another book but he wouldn't have this like expectation no this pressure never um, no. <laughs> also, 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 when you talk about Toriyama, I hundred percent agree with that. Um, Toriyama, you know, he he had so much crap laid on him when he was, you know, designing Cell. He had Imperfect Cell, and everyone's like, "Oh, I fucking hate that! It looks like shit." <laughs> so he made, you know, the uh, the Imperfect uh, or whatever it is, Stage Two Cell, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's like crap." It's like fine, I'll do this one. It just looks like a person. It's like fine. <laughs> it just looks like you know, like a tall group. <laughs> frieza in some ways and pick like like fused together yeah he he was ready to end it like probably a long time ago like i think the frieza that saga. story yeah the frieza saga shoot yeah um speaking of toriyama dragon ball dragon ball's uh one of your favorite shows right one of your yes yeah yeah so have you been have you kept up to date with uh the scandal that's been going on at funimation Ooh, uh, yeah, not, I wouldn't say I've been keeping up to date. I'm, I'm aware of it. And, um, I heard about it obviously like when it was on Twitter and stuff. Uh, but I, I, I just didn't, I didn't jump into anything just yet. And it just was like a little bias. Um, only because, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of these actors and actresses. And I, when, when like, the recordings were out there and everybody was listening to them. Like I checked them out and, and yeah, I understand why people are upset. It's just like we live in a day and age where things are just going to get out there, you know? And that's why we all have to like, just be careful and have certain like level of like awareness on what we put on the, uh, on the web or that can be on something that's like, you know, uh, accessible, like, I don't know how they got out the recordings, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like I've just, I've kind of distanced myself from that. I find like the, the really 
interesting like question is like if you are a fan of something but you're a fan of say like for me I'm, I'm a fan of the the character's voice am i like a huge fan of the actual people actors I'm, I'm not sure i wouldn't say that i would be honest with myself by saying oh yeah yeah look i mean i, I do i respect them i like them I, I i appreciate what they bring but i'm attached to like that voice coming out of that character and and so there's like the separation of like the artist and like what that person does personally because like you know we're not perfect and, and we're all not perfect and i kind of get upset some days when i get on like you know twitter or any any anything just how news is like you know put out there and it's kind of premature but it it gets like full attention and it's like whoa whoa we don't know all the details here but and then like a fire just takes over rightfully so yeah. a lot of the time but i don't know man um well it's like few i haven't of really the big ones lately you know like the old saying is a lie can make its way halfway around the world before the truth can even get its shoes on Ooh, and that's I like, like that the media just wants to get out there like it's all this these facebook and twitter lies that just really come to the surface like you know how the yeah. amazon the amazon was on fire recently and then all of a sudden it just stopped no one's talking about it anymore so everyone just gave up whoa what happened with amazon dude uh the, oh, the amazon rainforest oh yeah yeah dude <clears throat> well yeah that's what's so crazy about the times that we've been man it's like things have moved at such a pace uh that you know so many things that happened that would that would probably 20 years ago guarantee loads of attention and time now just kind of come through and leave and then and then like are rarely ever brought back up you know and so yeah it, it kind of leaves people i think now especially when you have things like you know here in america like a lot of the hurricanes and different things that happen which always happen around the world tragedies and and, and national um you know just catastrophes and stuff like that uh they get attention like leading up to the event the event happens there's like a week and then there's nothing about it. It's like wherever we're all moving on. And I think it kind of is making people numb yeah. to a lot of information, good and bad, big and small. You know, well, I think people get from about drama as well. Oh, like the drama yes. of the event. It's like, oh, I'm I'm in this area. What if something bad happens to me? Yeah, and yeah, especially... it can. It, it's definitely like because of the internet, because of things like social media. We are so connected, uh, and that that like any tool can be used like good and bad. There's there's going to be a trade off to having a lot of information. You're not just going to always hear good things. Like there's going to be some bad things that are happening near you or on the other side of the planet, or even in space. Who knows? There might yeah. be a meteor that they're like, hey, in 2033, it's going to hit Earth. Watch out, you know. And then you're <laughs> like, oh, great. Now I got to get up every day and go to work and just remember like in 2033 yeah. that meteor's coming. I just worked <laughs> you know? for the last like 25 years for nothing. Yeah, well, oh, oh, here we go, you know. I mean, like honestly, like for me, uh, I don't get too political. Uh, you know, I try to uh, like watch that because just of how culture is. Like if I know you well enough, if you're like close to me, you'll. I will always be honest with how i you know feel but i don't feel like i need to always use my platform or what i do to to push those kind of things because i just know you know just nah i'd rather debate with yeah. like you know what's better nintendo or playstation because at the end of the day who cares you yeah. know like really like exactly. it won't really affect us 
but like when we get into things that are really affecting people's lives like that's like that's you know i feel like stand up for what i believe in but it'll draw if you draw a line in your show you've now said Mm -hmm. that you people can listen to me and you people can't yeah and i think that's the hardest thing right yeah i think that's the hardest thing when you want to stay very neutral about most topics especially Mm. because you want everyone to come and appreciate your show you don't want to exclude people um yeah there's an art to that i think too man like that's something that you know everybody learns like you have to uh it's it's a a skill set that you need because you have to think about that that you know on one end you're making things and you're putting things out there for yourself always right yes no matter how humble of a person you can be like there's like that ego inside that's like yeah uh, i'm voicing my opinion you know (laughs) and people are going to agree with me but then you also have like you know that your audience like the people you know that already agree with you and they're going to support you and like back you up like yeah that's what i'm talking about they'll they'll shoot a gif at you (laughs) and then you got like people that you know are just like on the complete opposite end of whatever you're talking about and are so passionate about it that they're going to like defend it until like they die. And, you know, there's a, a level of respect for people that strongly believe in what they, you know, stand for, uh, you know, that's cool. But I feel like you should always at least keep some, you know, little, you know, some level of like open-mindedness and find some kind of common ground. Even if you, at the end of the day, still think that Nintendo is better than Sony you know, if you if you like Sony, maybe at the end of that conversation, I'll, I'll be able to better understand. Be like, yeah, I still don't like Sony, but nah, I, I think I get why you <laughs> like them, you know. And that's fine, you know, as long as nobody's getting hurt, it's cool. But, think, you know. Yeah. Um, so there was one very particular question I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Now, the name. How did you come up with the name? Oh, <laughs> the name of the podcast and yeah. everything? The name of your the name of your brand, I guess. Oh man, um, man, I'll tell you, it, Wonder Soul and uh, the way it's spelled and stuff is just to be like uh, cool, like Juice World and all these other like <laughs> rappers and stuff. <laughs> like I was like, you know, I I don't know, I I knew that making a for anything is some of the hardest parts of whatever you do even if it's like a gamer tag or a username on a profile you know that's i i have i have a lot of embarrassing email addresses like back in the past like ocboy06 at like aol.com or something i'm not you know things like that that i'm just yeah. like Ugh. i had everybody my, has those crazy hotmail <laughs> was trunks the ruler whoa <laughs> yeah man so yeah long. like that <laughs> That sounds intimidating. I don't know how I would feel if I had an email from that. I would probably be like, spam, get this away from me. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, but wonder, um, like I, I was in a transition period of what I wanted to do with the podcast. I was like doing way podcast, but I was like, nah, I'm going to change it. I'm going to come up with something. And I, it was just like one night, I just kind of came up with like the, the name. Uh, and, and when you look up the definitions of wonder and uh, I don't know. That just speaks for what the podcast and what I hope to accomplish with it. Because, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, it was a lot of like, uh, I was getting off of my like Alan Watts kick. And I was like, man, I love those like 
relatable discussions and conversations and uh but it, you know wonder soul kind of felt like you know i was a wondering soul you know just somebody who was trying to find my way in life stuff but i had a curiosity for different things but i wanted to make something that people could feel because i was hoping to express how i felt and whether it's about pop culture or gaming or movies or anything like that uh, those things that i enjoy um but I also feel like with my friends, I always like having these compare the notes uh, on life conversations where, you know, you grow up and you realize like nobody's got this figured out, <laughs> you know, and everybody's path is different. But, you know, you can learn from my mistakes and I can learn from yours. And then, you know, you can you can share experiences, um, ones that you may not feel like there's anybody else out there that feels the same way, you know. Uh, and you can at least try to approach it in a way where it's like relatable and vague enough where you're you're talking about something very specific, but you can word it in a way where other people can tune in and be like, yeah, I, I've gone through something similar. So yeah, the Wonder Soul and everything, man, it's just kind of like just evolved over time. Like there wasn't really a clear vision. Like I knew that I just want to do variety and I to like have deep conversations at first even if it was just me by myself so yeah what's well, uh that's so, much much respect for that um, to be able to, to be able to put something out <laughs> when it's just you and to be able to maintain and actually um you're an interesting guy to listen to you're an, you're an interesting guy to even talk to and like i'd love to have more of these talks maybe down the line maybe just chat oh, about for life sure, and dude. stuff um i think that's the time for us um, awesome for now awesome. i think Aww. that's that's been great <laughs> yeah uh, definitely dude nice. but thank you thank so you. much for coming on the show and thank you very much for being my first guest hopefully of many oh and uh hopefully oh yeah dude thank you. thank you for having me on no you're so welcome man hopefully you can uh wonder soul your way back on to the show sometime <laughs> hey i like it yeah oh for sure man and you gotta come on we gotta you gotta you gotta bring the dinosaurs over to the wonder soul man yeah. we, we gotta have like some kind of cool special episode yeah, uh, awesome. as soon as possible yeah heck yeah man crossover event of the year man yeah so thank you so much um you've been listening to dem fancy chats um hope you guys enjoyed i want to keep making this so any feedback is appreciated and uh, yeah, have a good night.